are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Follow Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going? It's going well. You know, we are into free agency. People are moving teams. That's going to be the uh, the brunt of what we talk about this week, obviously. And let's dig right in. I mean, things are happening fast and furious. Yeah, maybe maybe not quite as fast and furious as we had hoped. A <laughs> lot of big names, and uh, most of those big names have not signed yet as of uh, Monday evening, that's uh, kind of peek behind the curtain, as you like to say. That's when we are recording this. But we did see one player sign, and, and actually may, maybe the first player to sign uh, that big contract that's that's dynasty relevant was Jonu Smith. We pretty much already knew he was going to be leaving the Titans. They did not franchise tag him. Didn't really seem to be any talks uh, it, towards bringing him back. Uh, but Johnny Smith lands with the New England Patriots four years, $50 million. We saw the Patriots uh, really struggle last season. And, uh, you know, Belichick doesn't like that. He's he's not going to stand for that for long. So they are certainly being aggressive. And it started with Johnny Smith here. Uh, what were your thoughts overall on this deal? I like it. Uh, first of all, I was a little shocked that the Patriots spent so much money in the first two hours of free agency or whatever, and some of their contracts were pretty exorbitant. But John, who to me is you know just NFL related, I'd rather invest in him than Austin Hooper, the top tight end from a year ago. I mean, yep. I think he's an ascending guy, a perfect guy to to look at and say tight ends usually hit their stride about his age. We know Josh McDaniels and Belichick know how to use the position. There's not much, um, you know, competition for targets as it stands. You know, Monday night, I like it a lot for fantasy. I've, I've always been a fan. I own a lot of John New stock. Yeah, he'll certainly have the opportunity there. They they basically have no pass catchers. Uh, Nikhil Harry through two seasons has not worked out. The former first rounder, obviously, we've seen those types of players turn it around, but he hasn't given us much hope towards that yet. Uh, Julian Edelman is already talking about uh, some concerns that he might not even play football uh, in 2021. So uh, they have a lot of holes to fill. They're uh, reportedly in on a couple of wide receivers. So we could we could see them add to this Johnny Smith signing. But as of right now, we have to think he is the top target, the top passing target for Cam Newton, which was, of course, the other piece of news over the past few days that they – they did bring Cam Newton back. I, I don't think we can assume Cam is the starter for the entire season, but that's that's what we'll go with for right mm-hmm. now. Matt, in our uh, in our March ADP from Dynasty League Football, Johnny Smith was tight end fifteen. Uh, without telling you all the players around him in that range, uh, does that feel like he would gain some value and maybe move up the ranks from there? Oh, yeah. I, I think so easily. I mean, right this second, he might be my bet for leading you know, receiver on the Patriots. I mean, that's not the, the best receiving or passing offense in the league, but much less competition for targets. Um, I, I know Tennessee's scheme was very favorable and they had that Henry running threat, but I trust Josh McDaniels to scheme it up to get it in his hands. And I think he is a 
from a redraft perspective, I think he's a starter this year. I think he's a top 12 guy, and it's not like I'm worried too much about his age or anything. So I would be well higher than 15. Yeah, I would be as well. Robert Tunyon right ahead of him, Mike Gasecki, Logan Thomas. Those are the three players uh, directly ahead of Johnny Smith as far as the tight ends go. If he leapfrogs those three, he is in that uh, top 12 range. And, and I could see him climbing even higher than that. Evan Ingram would be next. So um, I, I don't love the landing spot maybe as much as you do. I do worry about the offense in general. But he should see a, a big chunk of those targets from, from Cam Newton or whoever's throwing the ball. Yeah, no, I, I do like the landing spot. I think it's actually an upgrade from Tennessee, which I, I thought up Tennessee was a pretty good spot. And then we have to think back, if you're in if you're in deep dynasty leagues, you might have Devin Asiasi or even Dalton Keene on your dynasty roster. Both of those players were third-round picks by the Patriots last year. We know the narrative from, from that tight end position that it typically takes multiple years for a tight end to really, really break out and become a productive player. Uh, the Patriots are not being patient with these guys, though. Uh, with this move, they they both have to hit the waiver wire, right? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I mean, I liked Aussie Aussie as a end of the draft type of guy a year ago, rookie draft. And we do know that the, this team, this offense, Josh McDaniels and company, do have a nice history of playing a lot of twelve personnel with two tight ends on the field. But I think these guys are now afterthoughts, and until further notice. Matt, we're going to stick with the Patriots. I love recording shows this time of year because these things happen. We've got some breaking news. Uh, it's breaking for us, at least. By the time you're listening, this will be uh, this might be old news and, and lost in the shuffle a little bit. But the Patriots have just signed Nelson Aguilar, who wow. had had a really strong season with the Raiders a year ago. Uh, really revitalized and revived his career because it was it was not in a good place. Uh, after his time with Philadelphia. But uh, he is a Patriot now. We just just talked about Johnny Smith and, and how this team needs wide receivers. Uh, there have also been some rumors and reports that they could be in on Kendrick Bourne as well. I don't know, I don't know how big of an impact that would have in dynasty mm-hmm. leagues or fantasy leagues in general, but I like the Aguilar signing there. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I thought that... He really broke out this past year. I thought the Raiders used him much better than Philadelphia did. We were all probably a little too hard on him mm-hmm. as he transitioned to the NFL. Another guy that, you know, maybe he took a year longer than we wanted to hit his stride, but we shouldn't hold that against guys. I mean, I remember there used to be third-year receiver breakouts. You know, that that's, uh, we don't hear that anymore, and, and, you know, maybe he took him four or whatever. Um, again, I, I think he's going to be used a lot, and he's going to get peppered with targets. He'll get quite a few. Yeah, absolutely. And still still pretty cheap in Dynasty Leagues uh, is Nelson Aguilar. Uh, in our latest ADP, he is way down the list at wide receiver 80 overall. Hmm. Wide receiver 80, 183 overall, certainly will be moving up the board and, and, and gaining some value as he's primed to be maybe the wide receiver one and, and really, at this point, battling Johnny Smith for the top target overall there in New England. Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about some of these other players who have not signed yet, at least as of 
uh, as of this recording, and, and we'll see what happens next with these guys. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I mean, football might be over, at least for now, um, but NBA, college basketball, March Madness, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Uh, head to the website or use your mobile device, which is super easy, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On, all one word, all caps, Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. Matt, as we talked about at the top of the show so many big names in this uh, free agency pool, and we we had hoped for a little more action. I know uh, a year ago uh, on this uh, on this day we saw um, we saw multiple players signing quickly. We saw even DeAndre Hopkins being traded. So uh, the news compared to a year ago has been maybe a little bit of a letdown. But uh, certainly, all of these guys will find teams in the next couple of days and, and the excitement and the, the player value will be changing with these guys. Let's, let's start at the quarterback position, Jameis Winston, and just really want to hear a quick prediction from you on where these guys might land. And, and we can talk a little bit about their dynasty value as well uh, in, in kind of quick hitter fashion. Jameis Winston, is he staying with the Saints? I think so. I mean, the blurbs you read this morning, Monday morning, were Taysom Hill, who's got a, an odd contract, and Jameis Winston to battle it out for the starting job. But it hasn't become official that they're bringing him back. I think he beats out Taysom Hill with the case. I think it's a great landing spot for him. They may draft the receiver high. Uh, I, I like that that situation for Winston's dynasty you know, situ- you know, value. I would like it for Winston's dynasty value as well if he does indeed stay with the with the Saints, but he has to look at that Taysom Hill contract, and I know the contract is is kind of full of funny Very money voidable. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But also, I mean, just think back to a, a few months ago when Drew Brees had that injury; it was Taysom Hill that got the start, not Jameis Winston. So. If I'm Winston, I'm looking at, at some of these other teams that need a quarterback, and of course it, it takes you know it takes two to tango here. But if the Bears are interested, if if Washington is interested, uh, it it seems like he should have some options. Yes, I'm still a believer. I thought we were too hard on him at Tampa yeah, Bay. I yeah, I mean, gets LASIK surgery since then, sits around with Drew Brees and Sean Payton for a year. And certainly had ability to start with. And, you know, they threw downfield so much at Tampa. You're going to result in some turnovers. A degree of difficulty throw is always at the highest in the league. It doesn't excuse, you know, the multitude of turnovers. But um, it might be better for him to get out of New Orleans. What if he goes to Denver or something like that? I mean, there's some landing spots that would be intriguing. Like you said, Washington. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, the top running back on the free agent market is Chris Carson following the, the Aaron Jones signing or re-signing with the Packers. What do you think happens with Chris Carson? This is the hardest one on the list for me. I mean, it, Atlanta and Pittsburgh don't have the money. I think they have other fish to fry and probably look in the draft. How about a team like Miami, possibly? I mean, I think that could make some sense. But I'm going to lean towards also returning. I know that's not super fun to Seattle. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been thinking as well, that that he does ultimately just stay in Seattle. Obviously, they uh, if they were to lose him, they would have a need that, that they have to fill. So it, it really does make sense. Uh, a, a tag for Chris Carson, a franchise tag, would not have made sense. They they can't no. pay him top five money even for one year. So I'm with you. I think he ultimately stays with the Seahawks. Uh, Kenny Galladay, a big name, obviously probably the biggest name from a dynasty perspective at this point, still available. Uh, not going back to Detroit. We know he's not staying with his team. Uh, lots of teams interested. Miami has been often rumored. The The New York Giants have been rumored quite a bit. Uh, and I believe I saw he was visiting with the Giants, You've, or, or at least his agent was talking to the Giants. You've got to be careful what you what you read and what you believe uh, over this week. But uh, thoughts on Galladay, where he might land? I think the Giants is very possible. I also think Miami... Uh, the Jets, Indianapolis, the, the Giants just cleared a bunch of money releasing Tate, Zeitler. I could see Galladay being their top target. Uh, if I were him, I might choose those other spots if they're available. But if the Giants are a first big offer, that could add up for sure. I, I think that could be the good landing spot for him as well. What about Juju Smith-Schuster? We've talked about him so much. You're you're a Pittsburgh guy. I'm a Juju guy. He's, he, he comes up on... Uh, on every episode almost. Uh, I know uh, he's like like Galladay. He's another player we know will not be going back to his former team, not going to stay in Pittsburgh. Where does Juju go? The two names I keep hearing, the rumblings are the Jets, which what I would understand, and the Raiders. You know, I mean, he's a West Coast guy. Uh, I could see Gruden liking what he sees there. They just lost Aguilar, as you mentioned last you know segment. Tyree Williams is already gone. I'm betting on the Raiders. Yeah, if those if those are my options as a Juju fan, I think I would take the Raiders. But yeah, ne- yeah. neither of those would help his dynasty value, and his dynasty value has been steadily uh, steadily falling off really over the past year or so. Um, it it doesn't seem like that long ago we were talking about him as a potential wide receiver one and and it it's just all been downhill for him like i said steadily you know he hasn't hasn't totally fallen off but uh the jets or the uh or the raiders, raiders. would not help i don't think no i can't think of many landing spots that would i mean i originally thought maybe new england would be a spot for him we already talked about Johnny Smith. His deal is done, or at least it will be official on Wednesday. What about Hunter Henry? Where do you think the other big tight end in this in this free agent uh, market goes? I'd be shocked if Jacksonville doesn't land a guy. I mean, maybe it's Gerald Everett, but Henry, I would think, would be your first choice. Tons to spend. It's a big weakness of their offense. That one just seems too obvious to me almost. Yeah, I like that call. I had originally predicted uh, Johnny Smith to Jacksonville. Uh, I thought that one made 
a, a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I kind of thought Hunter Henry, like mm-hmm. we said with Carson, I thought Henry might end up staying with his team, with the Chargers. But now that we know where Johnny's going, I think you might be right on this one. Hunter Henry to the Jags. We'll see if that plays out. Uh, Corey Davis, speaking of Johnny Smith, Corey Davis, his teammate in Tennessee, also almost certainly not going back to Tennessee. It, it sounds that way. Where do you think he lands? Yeah, my favorite spot for him is the Ravens. That People don't realize this about him, and he's been useful to Derrick Henry downfield. He's a really good blocker. Um, I think they have to find a veteran-type receiver, and they have some space to do it. It's not the, the highest volume targets, that's for sure. They're not going to throw the ball a lot. But I think that's a good fit. Yeah, that's that's actually my my uh, hope for Juju. We talked about him. Mm. And as a Juju guy, that's, I'm hoping he lands in Baltimore. Um, I can see it. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. You know, he's he, he could be, uh, you know, that, that would be kind of a spiteful move, right? To go from Pittsburgh to Baltimore. Could you he see him doing that? He likes the attention, that? though. Exactly, know? exactly. Yeah. Baltimore like physical receivers, and he fits that bill. All right, a couple more we'll cover really quickly. Will Fuller, uh, deep threat, wide receiver, another player we know almost certainly not going to be back with his team. Uh, where's he going? How about this one? Arizona... And J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins say, hey, you'll like it here a lot more than you liked it in Houston. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, it. It always feels like Arizona has this wide receiver depth, uh, but they just they just really, really don't, don't, right? No. Fitzgerald's done. Christian Kirk is slightly disappointed. Andy Isabella has massively disappointed. So it, it's really nuke and not much else there. They could use a guy like like Will Fuller. Uh, Green Bay's the other one I would be interested in there. I don't sure. know if they can make the money work, especially after the Jones thing. But we know they tried to trade for him uh, last season. We'll see. Last one, Curtis Samuel. Where's he land? How about Washington? You know, some familiarity with the coaching staff. Good compliment to McLaurin. Throw in Thomas and uh, Gibson. All of a sudden, you'd have a nice group of weapons there. Yep. Love it. Love it. All right, Matt, when we come back, we will talk uh, about Diami Brown, uh, rookie wide receiver from the from North Carolina. Nice. Uh, folks, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's, it's now pretty much impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront for automobiles. I mean, so uh, why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer choosing the only brands his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com and at your home and in your pocket. So that's really a much better way to go about doing this. Plus, chain stores have a different price tier for professional mechanics versus do-it-yourselfers like you. Uh, rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are incredibly low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do so rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login it's very very simple Uh, they're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds and hundreds of manufacturers. Uh, best of all, like I said, the prices are reliably low. It's very easy to use. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. 
uh, locked on two different words. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Folks, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the, the best tasting protein bar in the market for quite a while now. They've been good friends with the Locked On Network for quite a, a while. They're an amazingly low-cal, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. So uh, it, it's now Built Bar Madness time. You know, you got to remember to use your promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your, your, your next order. When you go to builtbar.com or to at built underscore bar on Twitter, it's another good way to pay attention to all this. And there's all kinds of March Madness matchups going on for which is the best built bar. So that is locked on or locked 15, locked 15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who's winning all these matchups and who will become the best pacing protein bar in the built bar universe. The NFL games are over, but the work is just beginning. Join Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast every Tuesday as they start their Team Tuesday Takeover off-season series. Each week, they pick a new team, complete a roster review, free agent strategies, and go through a team-centric mock draft. That's every Tuesday over at Locked On NFL Draft. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's continue our rookie profile series. We're talking Diami Brown today. He's the the junior wide receiver from North Carolina. One of my favorite prospects, and he seems to be moving up the board for a lot of people as well. He's six feet tall, 185 pounds. Um, He was a four-star recruit. This is not a kid who came out of nowhere. Uh, He got offers from Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, and, and many others. But he's a he's a hometown boy, so he stayed in North Carolina. Didn't do much as a freshman, which again, pretty common. No no major surprise there. But really put up some big time numbers the past two seasons. Over a thousand receiving yards on fifty one catches in twenty nineteen. Also scored twelve touchdowns that year. Um, nearly repeated those numbers exactly in his final season this past year. Fifty five catches. Uh, 1,099 yards. We did see a, a, a drop in touchdowns down to eight. Uh, but the thing that's really impressive, and, and our buddy Curtis Patrick has pointed this out, the yards per reception on, or the yards per reception for Diami Brown. Curtis had this stat uh, quite a while ago on Twitter. Power five underclassmen wide receivers with, 50, with at least 50 receptions and 20 yards per reception. There's some huge names here. Uh, Andre Johnson, Mike Evans, Will Fuller. We've got four guys who did it this year. Rashad Bateman, Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb, and Diami Brown. Wow. Of all all the guys on that list, Diami Brown is the only one to do it twice. 2019 and 2020, at least 50 catches both seasons with 20 yards per catch both seasons. Unreal. Unreal. That's a great stat, and it's pretty telling. I mean, there's no misses on there. It's a combination of volume, and, you know, a lot of people will tell you targets is a, a an earned stat. You know, targets mm-hmm. are big, and, you know, he's obviously getting the ball thrown his way as well as downfield, you know, which suit, certainly su- suits his skill set. I mean, from a 
an NFL perspective, I feel like he's the perfect example of somebody. Ten years ago, we'd be talking about him at the end of the first round, second round. Like, what's not to really like about the guy? And then he just gets swallowed up by the flood of unbelievable wide receivers that come out year to year. That You can overlook this guy, but I'm sure there's many NFL teams going, man, if I can get him in the third round, he's going to plug in as my third receiver within a year or two, and I'm going to use him like crazy. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. It's it's the depth of the wide receiver class, uh, both this year and, and really the overall depth at the position right now in the current state of the NFL. And um, it that's a great thing for us dynasty players, but in some ways it hurts guys like Brown. Uh, his numbers have been great. The profile is, is great. There's really not much not to like um, yeah. about Brown. Likely a day two pick. I think he's a second rounder. Could fall into the third round, as as you kind of hinted. Uh, I think he's a value in, in fantasy leagues at this early point. In our one quarterback rookie ADP, he is 21 overall, and that makes him the wide receiver 11. So we're talking about a, likely a late second rounder. I could see him climbing from that, uh, potentially. Maybe even getting up to the early second round. Uh, with with that good landing spot, that second round draft capital, in startup drafts he's 130 overall in the wide receiver 62, being drafted around Trey Sermon, Christian Kirk, Robert Tunyon, uh, Justin Fields, some some players like that. What do you think of that value for Brown? I think I take him over all those guys. Sermon to me could land somewhere in a real nice spot, and all of a sudden we're talking about him as the 10th pick in rookie draft. I could kind of take or leave him, but what if the Falcons draft him? So he's a little different than the rest on that group, but I think I'll take Brown over all those guys. Yeah, I think I would as well. Really excited to see where he lands and how he is used. Uh, we we want the Packers to get a, a wide receiver so badly. I would love to see this guy uh, lining up across from, from Devontae Adams. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, there's a lot of obvious landing spots we kind of talked about in free agency, but what if the Seahawks come around and want Russ to cook more and add him to that mix? Or Cleveland looks at him as somebody to maybe succeed Odell Beckham, or, you know, Higgins is gone. There's a lot of good spots he could land. Yeah, another one we'll we'll be gladly taking in that second-round range. Matt, one more piece of breaking news. Again, I love oh. this. I love when this happens. Rob Gronkowski, no surprises. Back to the Bucks, one year, ten million. Uh, not not a major oh. shock there. It, it's playing with Brady or not playing at all. I would imagine for Gronk. So they they will try to run it back. This isn't a huge fantasy nugget, but congrats to the Bucks for being able to run it back. You know what I mean? I mean, just they're they're going to trot out pretty much the same cast of characters that they just won it all with. That's rare. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, of course, they locked up Godwin on the tag, still working on a long-term deal with him. Uh, they got Levante David back. Now they get Gronk. It's it's all going well for the Bucks right now. Pretty attractive landing spot. Yeah, yeah, very. That's it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.